Today on I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews, we're going to have us a Super Mario Brothers extravaganza, as I will be reviewing Super Mario Brothers from 2023 and also Super Mario Brothers from Just like you. Do you think I know every human being with a mustache wearing an identical outfit with a hat with the letter of his first name on it? <laughs> because I don't. Bowser is coming. Together, we are going to stop that monster. How? Look at us. We're adorable. Oh, I got this. No problem. <laughs> universe out there with a lot of galaxies they're all counting on us no pressure And welcome to another episode of I Watch This As An Adult Movie Reviews. I'm your host, Mikkel Ford. And we're going to be talking about all things Super Mario Brothers this episode. I actually was able to see the new Super Mario Brothers movie. And we will also be reviewing the older Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993. The first Super... Not really the first Super Mario Brothers movie. There's actually... It's the first Super Mario Brothers movie in America. Because there's actually a Super Mario Brothers movie in Japan that came out in 1986. But we're not going to talk about that. So technically, uh, the 1993 Super Mario Brothers is the first uh, Super Mario Brothers movie in America. Uh, we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of that movie also. That movie came out 30 years ago. Can you believe it? That, that the first Super Mario Brothers movie came out 30 years ago, and now, 30 years later, we're getting a new movie. So, like, the newer movie is out. So, <laughs> it's just crazy. It's just crazy how things work out that way, you know? Because who would have thought that it would have took 30 years to finally get another Super Mario Brothers movie? You know what <laughs> It's like, who would have thought 30 years later we get a new one? But let's talk about the newer uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm not going to do spoilers. I know that the movie came out Wednesday. I know. I know because a lot of people would probably be like, well, the movie came out Wednesday. You could spoil it. But you know what? I'm going to be respectful. I know how I have done spoiler reviews in the past. For certain movies, uh, I know I've been in, I've been caught in that wave of spoiler reviews, but I've decided not to do that anymore. And I, I want to say uh, the last couple of uh, movies that I've done, I have not done spoiler reviews. I don't think I did a spoiler review for Creed Three. I didn't do a spoiler review for uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I don't believe so. Uh, I did the Batman, I believe, and didn't spoil that. 
I want to say I did one for Love and Thunder. I want to say I spoiled Thor Love and Thunder. I want to say I did one for um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I think I did one for that. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to do spoiler reviews anymore because I feel like this movie. I feel like this movie is going to be on Peacock in like a month later, in a month and a half later, or something like that. You know, what? I just feel it. I just feel like this movie is going to be on Peacock soon. This is a Universal film, so it's going to be on Peacock because Megan's already on Peacock. That came out in January. Knock at the Cabin is already on Peacock, and I believe that came out in either February or last month. It either came out February or March. You know, so these movies uh, are hitting streaming services rather quickly. I believe the menu is on HBO Max. You know, like a lot of these movies are are hitting streaming services very quickly. Uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, I think that's coming out on HBO Max like pretty soon. I think they announced that that, that movie came out like, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Uh, oh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wishes on uh, Peacock also. Like, a lot of movies hitting streaming services really soon. So, you really have a good chance to see this movie. So, why spoil it? You know, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Because, like, if they could see this movie, like, uh, in May, you know, there's no reason for me to spoil this movie. I know a lot of people like to do spoiler reviews. And spoiler reviews are a thing that's only happened recently. You know, I want to say it happened with the advent of the MCU. You know, because nobody was doing spoil. No, I don't think anybody was doing spoiler reviews before the MCU came along, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, for those that are not in the loop. Uh, that is what, that is what, what it's called. That's the initials that we call it. We call it the MCU. Um, but the Mar- since the Marvel Cinematic Universe came along, that's when spoiler reviews... Uh, became a thing that's when spoiler reviews became popular and um and now everybody does them everybody does spoiler reviews everybody feels obligated to do a spoiler review the spoiler reviews all over youtube people put spoilers on twitter they put them all over like social media you know like you're just spoiling the movie for people and there's a lot of people out there that can't go out here and see the movie in time you know they're like there's a lot of people that can't go go out to see the movie the first week. And I know it's probably uh, 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 probably a tactic. Studios probably use this as a tactic now. It was like, hey, you better go see this movie the first week or we're going to spoil it for you. Like, the, 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 you don't want to get spoiled on the internet. You know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can't stay off the internet. You know? And so, like, a lot of people, a lot of people spoil stuff. So it forces people to go and see the movie the first week. And a lot of people, there's a lot of people that probably can't afford to do that. Honestly, there's probably a lot of people that can't afford to go see the movie the first week. They probably got to work. They probably got, uh, they probably got more bills that are important, more important than a movie. You know, they probably got things. They probably can't find a babysitter for their kid. If they got a kid, you know, like not everybody is, not everybody is, uh, uh, single. You know, like not everybody's a single adult that has no responsibilities and nothing like that. You know, you know, you got to understand, like some of these people, some of these people got jobs, these people got families, you know, they got things they gotta take care of, and they can't rush out to see a movie like like that, you know. <laughs> so so you're spoiling it for them, you're punishing them for for taking care of their business by spoiling a movie that they really wanna see. Cause they'd be like, oh, I can't see it this week. I'm gonna go see it next week, or I can't see it. I can't see it the week after that. I'm gonna go see it three weeks from now, like when I have the money, you know. And you spoiling it like the movie come out. The movie come out on a Friday, and you spoiling it on a Saturday, you know. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. Man, no guy, I know I'm going on a rant. I'm going on a rant about spoiler reviews because I don't even really watch spoiler reviews anymore. I don't. I, some of my favorite guys do spoiler reviews. The Dan Merle, Jeremy Johns, um, uh, my guys at Double Toasted, they do spoiler reviews. You know, like it's a lot of a, a lot of my favorite Christian Harloff. Uh, Christian Harloff's another guy I like to watch. 
Um, a lot of my other favorite movie critics, they do a lot of uh, spoiler reviews. Uh, E-Man, I'm talking about uh, E-Man's movie reviews, you know, like spoiler reviews. He just put out a Super Mario Brothers out of the theater, you know. So, uh, so I think he's a little late, but um, but yeah, it's just like a lot of a lot of movie critics do spoiler reviews now because spoiler reviews weren't a thing before. before I want to say maybe before maybe two thousand ten, you know, before two thousand ten, and like there was never there was never a such thing as a spoiler review. Uh, Siskel and Ebert didn't do spoiler reviews, you know. Like Gene Shalit didn't do spoiler reviews. What's that other guy? The other guy that uh, with the with the with the gray hair and he had a mustache. He used to be on Good Morning America. I forgot his name, uh, but he had the mustache and uh, he had a beef with Kevin Smith. Uh, I remember. <laughs> if anybody remembers this, this is like the late two thousands. I want to say this is probably like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I want to say this happened with like Kevin Smith and this guy, the the movie critic for Good Morning America. They had beef with each other. Cause I think he didn't like Kirk. I think uh, the critic didn't like Clerks too. He didn't like Clerks too, and him and Kevin Smith had beef with each other, and it was crazy. I think the guy passed away like not too long after that. I don't know if that was a coincidence or not, but uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, that guy, that guy didn't do spoiler reviews. You know, spoiler reviews weren't a thing, I think, until, like I said, we started getting to more of this, like, this nerd stuff. We started getting to this geek stuff. Like, everybody wants to put Easter eggs out there. You got the new rock stars out there. You got, like, a whole bunch of other um, uh, people out there. You got fandom out there. Uh, what's another one? There's another, um, there's another, uh, like spoiler YouTube channel that does that. Like everybody wants to do Easter eggs, you know. Like everybody wants to find Easter eggs. You're like, ooh, that's that was in such and such, and they put it in the movie and blah 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 blah. Uh, speaking of Easter eggs, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to this Super Mario Brothers tr uh movie review in a bit. I just gotta go on a quick rant. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, everybody wants to do Easter eggs. Everybody wants to find Easter eggs now. And it was like, just watch the movie. You know, just watch the fucking movie. That's all you gotta do. Like, cause like I'm done finding Easter eggs. I used to be the Easter egg guy when I got like when I was younger. You know, I'd be like, ooh, they got such and such in this. I was like, the last time I popped for something was in Eternals when they mentioned the Ebony Blade. <laughs> and I think they showed the Ebony Blade at the end. I was like, oh, it's the Ebony Blade. You know, you know? <laughs> but I know that was like what. 2020 i was like two three years ago but um yeah man just i'm just done with the spoilers and i'm not gonna do that here today i'm gonna talk about the movie i'm gonna talk about what i thought about the movie i'm not i'm gonna try my best not to spoil anything for someone who really wants to see this movie but can't make it out to see the movie in time you know i'm gonna keep it real spoiler free i'm not doing spoiler reviews no more all right so don't ask for spoiler reviews. Don't do it. Um, if you want to, you could you could send me a, a message and tell me what you thought about the movie. You could send me a voicemail and tell me what you thought about the Super Mario Brothers movie, uh, the newer Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, I will link the voicemail uh, where you can send voicemails in the episode. I'm going to start doing that right now because I got that feature now. Uh, so like if if you if you got an opinion, if you got an opinion, if you want to just send a voicemail in general and you got an opinion, um, send it to me. I'll put it in. I'll put it in the next episode. You want to be on the show? I'll send it. I'll put it in the next episode if you want it. You know, send a voicemail. I'm gonna like I said, gonna link it in the episode. Um. But anyway, yeah, let's get into this movie. I've I've spent like twelve minutes ranting about spoiler reviews. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I spent twelve minutes ranting about spoiler reviews, and like this is gonna be a long ass episode. Just letting you know, this is gonna be a very long episode. But um, let's talk about Super Mario Brothers, the two thousand twenty three one. Um, what I thought about the movie, 
I thought I thought it was fun. You know, I thought it was a fun movie. Um it was a little bit too fast for me. Uh I wish it would have I wish it would slow down a bit, but I understand like this movie's like really made for children. Like this movie's really made for children and it's short. It's short as hell. It's like 90 minutes. Uh I think I went to go see this movie at 12:30. I was out of the I was out of the theater by 2:30. Like on the dot, like not even like two thirty five. I was out at two thirty. You know, <laughs> got there twelve thirty. Got out two thirty. On the dot, like they wasn't messing around. It was like, all right, we gonna show a couple of, couple of uh, previews at the beginning, and then movie, and then oh, movie's done. It's over. <laughs> like this movie's very fast. Um. And that's probably why they just like they just felt the need to like jam a whole bunch of things into this movie. And like I said, Easter eggs. We're in the Easter egg culture. A uh, bunch of Easter eggs in this movie. It's just a lot of, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. Oh, that was in Super Mario Brothers Three. Oh, that was in Super Mario World. Oh, that was in Super. They they made a reference to Super Mario Galaxy. You know, blah, 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 blah. you know, like it's like oh Mario Kart. You know, <laughs> just like they made all types of references to games. You know, like that's all it was. It was like oh we I know what this is. I know what that is. Oh, they use that. You know, it was just Easter egg palooza is what this movie was. Um, I like my favorite part. I liked. I liked the beginning of the movie when they were when they were in uh Brooklyn. Uh they spent a good they spent a good amount of time in Brooklyn. They spent a good amount of time in Brooklyn. And that was when you actually got to learn about the characters cuz like once they get to Mushroom Kingdom, they do not slow down. They do not slow down at all. They do not let this movie breathe <laughs> at all. <laughs> the, I like once they get the mushroom kingdom. I'm like, whoa, wait, stop a minute, wait, let let, let this movie breathe. Let let's let's learn these characters. Let's do this. Like, but then they just start throwing. They just start throwing shit at you once they get to the mushroom kingdom. But when when they're in Brooklyn, you get to learn about these characters. You get to let these characters breathe. You get to learn the story story arc of these characters. You know, I like the beginning of this movie. But like I said, once they get to that Mushroom Kingdom, it's full speed ahead, man. <laughs> it is full speed ahead. Like, there's references to, like, other video games in this movie. Uh, there's references to just Nintendo in general in this movie. Um, like I said, like, this is not going to be this is not gonna be a really long review because there's not much to this movie. Because like I said, once we get to the Mushroom Kingdom, full st- full speed ahead. You know, like, it don't stop. Like, it don't stop. The plot kind of falls apart once they get to the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Like, they're really, I say plot falls apart. There really isn't a plot uh, except Bowser. You know, Bowser's got this thing, and he's, uh, this is probably not a spoiler because this is always in the game. This is always in the video game. The the one constant in all the video games is that Bowser wants Princess Peach. You know, and this is not like this is not really a spoiler. Um, so Bowser has the MacGuffin. I'm just gonna call it that. It's the MacGuffin. Um and his 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 followers like the Koopa Troopers and all those guys, the Goombas and all of them, <laughs> uh, they're like, oh yeah, we got this thing, man. Like they had like this big party and all. Like yeah, we got this thing, man. And Koopa makes this big announcement, and so like the Koopa Troopers are like, yeah, we all about pl- looting and plundering, and we gonna take over the world and all this stuff. And, and Bowser's just like, nah, we're not doing that. Uh, I'm gonna get us the Princess Peach, and they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they like what you gonna like so we did all of this we did all this for a broad it was like really they were like we did all of this for a woman 
is 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 what you saying? It was like the the Cooper Troopers was not feeling that. But um, Bowser, man, let's talk about Bowser, man. Bowser is ruthless though. Even though he wants Princess Peach, he is a ruthless bastard. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying about him. He's an effective villain. Like Bowser is scary. <laughs> He's a scary villain. And he will kill you. No questions asked. Like, there's like, because like, there's one of his followers that questioned him and he's dead. Like, he killed him. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you when that happened, but it happens. Like, he, he murked that dude. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> you know, like, I was like, Bowser is not to be played with in this movie. He is not to be played with. Jack Black. Uh, does an incredible job as Bowser. Uh, he does a great, incredible voice work as Bowser. Uh, he's got a he's got a, a great standout spot in this movie that when you see it, you're gonna laugh out loud. Cause like even though he's a scary villain, he's still kind of funny. You know, <laughs> even though he's a scary, he's a scary, ruthless, kill you in a millisecond villain, he's still kind of funny. Um. So like there's a part in this movie where like I was like this this is this is funny. <laughs> like this is the funniest scene in this whole movie. Um but yeah, like I enjoyed Jack Black as Bowser. Uh because like this like this is the thing. Everybody's gonna talk about the voice work. Everybody did great voice work. Everybody did great voice work. Uh uh Keegan Michael Key is unrecognizable as Toad. You know, like he did a great, he did a great job masking his voice. I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell that that was Keegan Michael Key. Um, Anna Taylor Joy, she did good as Peach. Uh, Charlie Day was great as Luigi. I liked his Luigi. Uh, who else? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong, but he's good. He's great. He's great at he's great as Donkey Kong. Uh, another person that uh really. Mask their voice was uh Fred Armisen. Uh Fred Armisen plays Cranky Kong, which is uh Donkey Kong's father. Uh did not know that was him until like I saw the uh the credits. And I was like, wait, that's Fred Armisen? I was like, I didn't know that was him. Um but yeah, man, everybody does great work. Everybody does great, great work. Chris Pratt does too. Cause this is the one, this is the thing that everybody wants to know. Is Chris Pratt a good Mario. And he is. He's a great Mario. His voice did not bother me at all in this movie. He, because like what he does is he just puts on a Brooklyn accent. He just puts on a New York accent. That's all he does. Uh, Charlie Day does that too. Charlie Day is just like, hey, I'm from New York. I'm walking here. You know, <laughs> that's what they do. Him and Chris Pratt, they just, they, they just do New York accents, like modern New York accents. And like I said, doesn't bother me at all. He does all the little, all the little intangibles that Mario does. You know the here we go and the woohoo and all that stuff. And Yahoo! He does all of that. Um, it was like he did not. He didn't. He 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 did a great job. I'm gonna say it like Chris Pratt's a good Mario. You know, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. He's a good Mario. Uh, he did not bother me at all. Um, but yeah, man, it's just. There's nothing really much to say about this movie. They're definitely doing a sequel. They're definitely doing a sequel. They kind of telegraphed the ending. That's another thing. They kind of telegraphed the ending because, like, you got the MacGuffin. And as soon as I saw that, I was just like, oh, this is what they're going to use to beat Bowser. I was like, you know what? <laughs> you know? It was like that's 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 it. It was like, oh, this is what they're gonna use the beat Bowser. And I'm just like, okay, all right. And at the end I was like, see, yep, there it is. Alright. Uh but yeah, there's really not much. It's fun. Go see it. It's 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 a great movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um great take it's a great movie to take your kids to go see. Go take your kids to go see it. Uh yeah, man, I enjoyed this movie. It gets a it gets a straight five from me. Uh I'll be back with my review of 1993's Super Mario Brothers. Uh right after these messages.
Not in Brooklyn no more. They're brothers. They're plumbers. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite that gives anyone who possesses it the power. Rule the universe. Get me the rock! Now get it, lizard breath! Oh! Now, they must rescue the princess. Luigi! Alien species escaping. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you alright? Before time runs out. Brothers, this ain't no game. And welcome back to the show. Super Mario Brothers from 1993. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the technical. This movie was directed by Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. The screenplay was written by Parker Bennett, Terry Runt, and... Ed Solomon, the movie had a budget of $48 million, it only made $38 million at the box office, Uh, the movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 28%, 28%, that's the Rotten Tomato score, for once, me and Rotten Tomatoes Agree on something, but anyway, I'm giving that away. But <laughs> but like, let's talk. Let's let's go. We got to go in depth about this movie, man. We got to go. We got to go dig deep, 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 deep into this movie because I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, the making of this movie is more entertaining than the movie itself because this movie went through so much bullshit and red tape. It's ridiculous. <laughs> between casting between like rewriting the script dozens of times to where it's not even a super mario brothers movie anymore and also the tension between the directors and the actors openly on set like the making of this movie was a shit show uh the studio went through many different directors before settling on the husband and wife duo of Rocky Morton and Annabelle Jankel. Uh, then the studio had a hard time locking down an actor to play Mario. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman was really interested in playing the character, but the studio did not believe he was right for the role. Then they offered it to Danny DeVito, but he turned it down. See all those people? I I, I see all those people. They're like Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito should play Mario. And I'm like, they 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 tried to get him like 30 years ago. He didn't want to do it. So so stop asking for Danny DeVito as Mario. He doesn't want to do it. Uh, you know. <laughs> and he's like 70 now. So like he's too old to be playing Mario. Um, another person that was very interested in playing the role was Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was very interested in playing Mario, but he had a string of box office bombs at the time, so he wasn't really a sure thing yet. Ironically, though, ironically, it would be his role in the movie Philadelphia, which came out that same year that Super Mario Brothers came out, that will revive his career. Ironically. So he really dodged the bullet he dodged being in this movie and he also went on to win an academy award so and put his career 
back on track. So, so yeah, he 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 dodged the bullet. He made the right choice. Uh, but eventually, Bob Hoskins was cast as Mario, and a uh, comedian John Leguizamo was cast as his brother Luigi. Uh, but like I said, this movie had so many problems going into the making of it. Like I said, like the script was rewritten at least ten times. That's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that this that this script was rewritten at least ten times. Uh, there was one script that was very much, uh, very much in the vein of the Super Mario Brothers game. It resembled the game, but the directors didn't like it because it wasn't gritty enough. It wasn't gritty enough. It was like, what's all this fairy tale stuff? I think that's what they said. They was like, we're not making a fairy tale over here. We're making a gritty movie. But I'm like, Super Mario Brothers is a fairy tale. Like, it's a fairy tale. Like, they go off to a faraway land that's very bright and colorful. And they have to rescue a princess from a fire-breathing dragon. Sounds like a fairy tale to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sounds like a goddamn fairy tale to me. Uh, the directors of this movie were the main problem. They were a big problem with this movie. Uh, cause they didn't want to, they didn't want to go with the source material. First of all, they didn't want to go with the source material. Like I said, they were like, we're not doing a fairy tale. You know, they didn't want to do that. The actors openly didn't like them. <laughs> The actors openly didn't like them. Bob Hoskins would openly call them cunts on set. Like, he would openly call them cunts on set. Dennis Hopper, who played uh, Bowser, he played the villain Bowser, uh, he would just ad-lib his lines. He didn't give a shit. You know, <laughs> he was just like, he he read the script, and he was like, I'm not saying any of this. And he would just say whatever he wanted to say. Uh, John Leguizamo said he would just show up drunk on set. Is what he said. Like he said he would he would show up drunk on set. There was one incident where he did show up drunk on set, and uh, there's a scene in there where him and uh Mario are driving the like he's driving the truck and Mario's in the, in the passenger seat, and they said like he turned a little bit too too narrow, and he kind of almost flipped the flipped the truck over and he slammed Bob Hoskins hand in the door like the door slammed shut on Bob Hoskins and Bob Hoskins had to do like the rest of the movie in a cast like they they painted the cast like his uh his uh, skin color and he continued the movie but yeah man like Morel was really shitty on set and that kind of led to the movie we got right here um now let's talk about how i saw this movie as a kid like any other kid i was a super mario brothers fan i loved playing the video games at the time i was playing super mario world i was addicted to that game like you couldn't get me off that game i love super mario world so when they said that a super mario brothers movie was being made like i was excited like sadly or happily I never got to see this movie in theaters, but I did see it a year later on VHS. Uh, I believe my dad bought the VHS for me, and I saw it on VHS. And even at nine years old, I think I was probably either nine. I was like, I was either nine or I think I was nine. And like, but even at nine years old, I knew this movie was trash. <laughs> I was like, I was so mad. I was so furious. That this movie didn't look anything like the games. <laughs> like, it didn't look nothing like the games. I was so mad. Like, it turned into a movie uh, I would just watch when I'm bored. Like, I had nothing else to do. I watched everything. Because, like, every kid has, like, those, like, row. Back in the day. Back in the day when I was a kid. Every kid had, like, that row of, like, VHS tapes they would just watch ad nauseum. And then, like, you'd be like, I'm tired of it. And I'd be looking at it. I'm like, well... I guess I got Super Mario Brothers, and I'll just pop in Super Mario Brothers and just begrudgingly watch it, you know? But, <laughs> but let's see how I feel about this movie as an adult. 
uh, first of all, they have the nerve to play the uh, the Super Mario theme at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> at the beginning of the movie, just to reel you in. Just to reel you in. They go, do 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 They play the goddamn Mario theme. And you're like, oh, yeah, we got to get Super Mario Brothers. But, like, that's one of the only references to the game. There's a couple more, but, like, they are few and far between, my man. They are few and far between. Uh, Then this movie gets weird. This movie is weird from the beginning because it starts off with this egg getting dropped off at a church. And a human baby hatches out of it. A human baby. <laughs> a human baby hatches out of the egg. And it just you're just looking like, what what the fuck? Like what? You know <laughs> Why? Why is a human baby hatching out of an egg? I don't Well moving on. Then we meet the Super Mario Brothers. And I don't have a problem with them per se. I don't have a problem with the Super Mario Brothers. Uh, Bob Hoskins is actually a really good Mario. He's a really good Mario. He has the look and he has the accent. Like, he puts his all into this character. And, like, it's a shame that he did it for this movie. Because, like, dude, Bob Hoskins is acting his ass off in this movie. And, like, he's got Mario down pat. Like, I said, like, if this was a better movie. He'd be a great Mario. He, he is a great Mario. I'm not shitting on his Mario. Because he's, he's putting his all into his character. Like I said, he looks like Mario. He's got the mannerisms of Mario. He's got the accent. Without going to Italian stereotype. You know, he's like, come on, Paisano. He was like, we got some work to do. You know, like, he's he's got it down. He's just like... <laughs> I was like, he puts his all into his goddamn character. I was like... It, Sucks that it had to be in this stupid movie. But um you know how I feel now. So <laughs> but anyway, uh John Leguizamo isn't bad as Luigi either. You know, like he doesn't really look like Luigi. He's tall and he's skinny, but he doesn't have the mustache, you know. <laughs> uh and he's not like he's not like cause uh Luigi is a little bit more nebbish than uh mario he's a little bit more like i don't know about this mario you know like he's a little bit like that like how charlie day played him in the new movie he played him a little bit more nebbish you know like oh mario i don't know you know like you know, like, you know? <laughs> that's luigi but like he'll jump in when his brother needs him you know like whenever his brother needs him he's right there um and that's like the that's the uh the chemistry. They got that chemistry here. Like, I like the chemistry between Hoskins and Leguizamo. Like, they make the characters feel like real brothers. Like, because, like, Mario and Luigi are very close brother brothers. They will, like, die for each other. You know, like, literally. They will die for each other. I love the relationship between Mario and Luigi. You know, like, because, like, they, 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 they them type of brothers. You know, and like Hoskins and Leguizamo played that way too. Like they make them feel like real brothers. They like they will die for each other. You know, like they always looking out for each other. And like that's a positive. That's one of the only positives of this movie. Um, it still irks me that they went with Princess Daisy as the love interest instead of Princess Peach. Like, that's always been a problem. I was like, why are they going with Daisy? And cause the only mention of Daisy that I remember at that time was in Super Mario Land. If you've ever played Super Mario Land on Game Boy. Like, she's the Game Boy princess to me. <laughs> you know? She ain't Super Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment System princess to me. That's Princess Peach. You know? <laughs> like, like, it's supposed to be rescuing Princess Peach, not Princess Daisy. Um, She's not even Mario's love interest in this movie. Like, instead, like, they go with her and Luigi having a relationship, which I think they kind of retcon into the games now. Uh, that's something that they took from the movie, the movie, and they put it in the games that Luigi and uh, Daisy got something going on. Because uh, Mario already has a girlfriend in this movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he ain't even worried about Daisy. He's like, I don't, I don't want, I got my own girl. Um, 
they kind of allude to Mario and Luigi being orphans in this movie. Like, I don't, I don't know why they made that decision, but they make a lot of bad decisions in this movie. So, <laughs> what, 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 what do I expect? Um, but this Daisy, 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 Daisy ends up getting kidnapped by two of Bowser's goons. And uh, Mario and Luigi have to go and save her. Uh, and that's where they get transported into Dino Hatton. Which I always thought was a stupid name. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I always thought it was a, a stupid name for, for that. They're like Dino Hatton. You know? Um, but I understand why they didn't go with the Mushroom Kingdom. Because uh, Super Mario World was hot at the time. Like that was out. And in that game, Mario and Luigi go to Dinosaur Land. So, like, I understand the thought process of why they did this, but the execution was lackluster. It was just piss poor. Okay. Like, and that was the problem with uh, trying to adapt these types of properties back in the 90s. Like, they would focus on trying to make the source material not look silly by making it look more real. But in the process, that just makes it look even more silly. You know? <laughs> and Super Mario Brothers suffers from that big time. They suffer from that problem big time. Uh, now, let's talk about Bowser. Let's talk about Bowser. Uh, Dennis, Hop Dennis Hopper plays Bowser as a very... Donald Trump is type character. He plays him very uh Trump like. You know, like I don't know if he watched a lot of like Trump footage cuz even back in the 90s Donald Trump was just Donald Trump. You know, he was he's always been you kind of go back in hindsight, he's always been kind of a slimy disingenuous human being. You know, he's always been that. I don't know if he was just watching a lot of Trump footage like I said, but he reminds me of Donald Trump. Even his hair is very Trump-like. You know what I mean? Even, like, the hair. Because, like, it, it looked like he got cornrows a little bit. But, like, it's, it's they, they, like they're trying to be, like, scales. But it kind of, like I said, kind of looks like Donald Trump's hair. Like, it's blonde and it's kind of, like, swoopy. It, but it kind of looked like cornrows a little bit, too. It's just, he's got weird hair in this movie. I know they're trying to make him look like a dinosaur. But it's just weird looking. Uh, we get a couple more references to the game with uh, Big Bertha, who in the game is a big fish. Uh, but here she's a big black woman who I think is played by the Pine Saw Lady. I think that's the Pine Saw Lady. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it's the Pine Saw Lady. I don't know if that's her, but I think that's her. Um, Then we get told in this movie he's a street performer like he's not here very long like they they do toad dirty in this movie <laughs> they do toad they do toad so dirty in this movie i know i know toad's not my favorite mario character you know he's not he's never been my favorite mario character uh but like they ain't had to do him this dirty like the what the, what they do to him in this movie i was like god damn you know <laughs> Why y'all do that? But they do explain the Goombas in the process. You know, like the Goombas are like the main henchmen of Bowser. Uh, they look totally different from what they look like in the game, but everything looks totally different from what it looks like in the game in this movie. So <laughs> I'm not even going to, like, like I said, it's, that's just redundant. You know, that's a redundant thing. I'm not, it's something I'm not going to keep saying in this, in this review. It's like, that doesn't look like the game. How come that doesn't look like the game? You know, like we know it doesn't look like the game. But um, there's also a car chase scene in this movie. And in a warped way, I guess you could say it's a Mario Kart reference. Because I believe Mario Kart was out at the time. The first Mario Kart uh, game was out at the time. So, like, you could be like, hey, that's a Mario Kart reference. Because they're bumping into, the cars are bumping into each other and stuff like that. But I'd also say you'd be reaching with that one. <laughs> you know, that that's a, that's a big reach. Even I'm reaching with that. I was like, maybe, hey, maybe that was a... That was a, a little nod to Mario Kart. They get in the car chase and they bumping cars and you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they do that. 
Um, Yoshi is here also. He doesn't really do anything, but he's here. You know, they was like, yeah, hey, yeah, Yoshi. You see Yoshi? Now shut up. Uh, you know, <laughs> that looked like that, that was basically what they were doing. They were like, hey, Yoshi's here. No Yoshi? Yeah, that's Yoshi. Now shut up. You know, <laughs> like, you got your Yoshi, all right? Be quiet. Uh, you know, <laughs> we also get this uh, weird dance scene between Mario and Big Bertha. Big Bertha shows up again because, like, she's got, like, this, uh, this, they call it The Rock. But it's like this, this like crystal that uh, Princess Daisy had. That's the reason that they kidnapped Princess Daisy, by the way. Uh, but Big Bertha gets it, and so like Mario has to kind of seduce Big Bertha in a way to try to get the try to get the uh, the the crystal. Uh, and like so, they do this like weird dance scene. It's kind of erotic in a weird way. <laughs> you know, like, it's kind of erotic. Uh, ain't gonna lie, Big Bertha kind of hot, you know. Like I ain't gonna lie, she kind of, she kind of hot. I'm not, I'm not really ashamed to admit that, you know. Like I'm like, like she's wearing this like tight red dress, you know. Like she a big woman, she a big woman, but like she she pull it off, she pull it off. They got her boobs sitting up, you know, and they real jiggly, you know. But I'm I'm I digress, you know. So, but but anyway, uh, you also get to this this scene where like. Because, like, Bowser turns Daisy's dad into, like, this disgusting slime fungus. And it's, like, really gross looking. Like, it's so gross. I don't even want to think about it. Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up. I don't even want, I don't even want to go into it. But, uh... <laughs> One thing, another thing I like about this movie... I, there's not a lot of things I like about this movie. But another thing I like about this movie is that... I like that Mario uses plumbing to solve all his problems because like we don't have the power-ups in this movie like he can't hit like a block and get the mushroom or get the get the get the get the feather get the leaf you know and he ain't got the tanuki suit he ain't got the, the special super cape he ain't got the fire flower none of that so like he has to use plumbing as a fighting tactic you know <laughs> So like that's what him and Luigi use. They use their plumbing tools as 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 fighting tactics. Like they use plumbing, they use their tools to beat up the bad guys. That's what they do in this movie. Um and then finally an hour in, we finally get Mario and Luigi in those famous jumpsuits, in the red and green jumpsuits. They finally put them on. Which is something movies like this would do all the time they would do this all the time uh it was like they was like they was like afraid to put the superhero or whatever in the costume because they would just look at the costume and be like man that looks silly i'm not doing that and it was kind of like they had to do it it was like they didn't want to do it but the studio was like hey man you got to put them in the costume man you know like you got to do it it's like it's it's the reason that the it's the reason that they come to see the movie, you know. You got to give it to them, man. You got to give it to them somehow. But yeah, man, this this movie is really bad. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't like it. Um, it's like they made a Total Recall movie and put the Mario Brothers in it, which is something that I didn't ask for. You know, it's something that I didn't want. And then they had the nerve, they had the nerve to tease a sequel. They had the nerve to tease a goddamn sequel. And it's just, I'm like, that sequel didn't happen, obviously. So, <laughs> I was like, stop it. I hate when bad movies tease sequels. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, here we go again. I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we ain't never going again. Y'all ain't getting no sequel. Uh, cause like I hate it when this did it. Masters of the Universe did it. The Skeletor, like I'll be back. I'm like, no, you won't. Uh, they teased Sinestro in that uh 2000 when that, when that movie came out, 2010, that 2010 Green Lantern movie. Like they teased. I hate when bad movies, bad movies always think they' about to get a sequel, don't they? They the they the main ones that think they're gonna get a sequel. <laughs> they be like, oh yeah, yeah, we get the sequel. They like a. Bad movies are like an F student that think they about to graduate. 
You know? <laughs> that's what bad that's what bad movies are. Bad movies are like an F student that think they about to graduate. They're like, oh yeah, I'm getting my cap and gown ready. We about to graduate. But like you got all Fs, alright? <laughs> you got straight Fs. You ain't graduating. I so <laughs> You're like, you ain't doing it. Okay? That's what bad movies are. But like, like I said, there's parts of this movie that if this was any other movie, I would enjoy it. But it just doesn't work here. And I know a lot of people have come around on this movie and now it's a cult classic. A lot of people are like, oh, this movie ain't that bad. You know, uh I think it's just I think it's just nostalgia. I think it's because we're getting better stuff in the geek culture. You know, video game movies are getting better. Superhero movies are better. You know, other uh, fandom, nerd fandom stuff is better. They made a, what I heard, a really good Dungeons and Dragons movie. I didn't see it yet. Uh, so, um, a lot of, like, fandom stuff is getting good. So, like, all the other stuff that was bad back in the day, we could look back fondly on it. But... I can't fuck with this movie. I really can't. I don't like this movie at all. It sucks. Like I said, Bob Hoskins is a really good movie. He's a really good Mario in a bad movie. Like, I can't in good faith recommend this movie. The only the only thing I could recommend is, Mar- is uh, Bob Hoskins' performance. Like, it's really good. John Leguizamo's performance is really good. Um, and for that reason, and that reason alone... I give it a two out of five. Join me next week when I will be reviewing Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Until next time, peace.